0: Assalamu alaykum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Welcome to Radio Islam. I'm your host, Tariq el and we are broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM, and we're streaming at WCEV1450.com. Now, if you haven't already done so, make sure you are connected to us. Social media. You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. And last but not least, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. You may miss the AM broadcast or the live stream, but you can always go to wherever you get yours at. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and tune in at Radio Islam USA. All right, very easy. All right, family. Um, I'm always excited. My artistic juices get to flowing. Um, when I'm able to have artists on the program, and that's the case today. So joining us in studio today is Kay Love, the poet. Uh, she is on the Iman uh, artist roster, uh, and she's an internationally spoken word artist, motivational speaker, and has been on the stage with some heavies, some legends. Uh, Angela Davis, Amina Matthews, Ava Muhammad, Jesse Jackson, Comet, just to put a few names out there. And she has been uh, the recipient of several awards for her community work and humanitarianism. Now we could go on and on, uh, but she is an actress, author, and mentor. And in 2009, co-founded Lyric Mentoring. Uh, We had the brother, Phenom oh, yes,
1: my a homie. A little
0: while back. So uh, we welcome you to Radio Islam.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah.
0: So um, let's first. So, so for those folks, I mean, even though you have you have been around the world, you've been on some big stages, uh, you have done a lot of work. For those folks uh, that this might be their first introduction to you, where did it all start at? Where did K-Love the Poet begin? Are you a native of Chicago, hey. first off?
1: Okay, so
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm from a I'm from a, a lot of different places. My mother is from the west side of Chicago. My okay. father is from the south side of Chicago. So by way of them being from Chicago, of course, I spent some time in Chicago in my very early years. Um, but they chose to raise me in a little town called Hammond, Indiana. Oh, okay. Which is not that far. Yeah, yeah. Right down the street, about 20 minutes away. So I went to... Um, elementary school and high school out there, and then I returned to Chicago, um, maybe in my early early twenties. Okay, and so, yeah.
0: All right. Well, you you still Chicago?
1: <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> till ha- I die. <laughs> and, and, and Hammond
0: Hammond gets a little bit of uh, cred by being able to claim you as well. So absolutely, absolutely,
1: <laughs> I take both of
0: them. Yeah. So in working in because you you cover a lot uh, in your interest, your activism, your art. Where does your art come from
2: Mm
1: -hmm. my art comes from life experiences i try to always come from um an authentic genuine transparent place so typically i write about things that i've experienced or the human experience just what what i know we all are going through whether we are comfortable admitting it or not
0: so there's an element of and i think artists for the most part are those they're brave in a sense because they are willing to be vulnerable. They're willing mm-hmm. to express things that we think about, right, but don't I really agree. have the words or the, the medium to express those things.
1: I agree. I, um, I consider transparency and vulnerability to be two key components of what I consider to be my brand, and not only my brand of artist, but my brand of person. Mm. You know, I, I, um, I want to always show up to anything that I'm a part of, relationships, friendships, business organizations events being my authentic self saying Mm -hmm. what's absolutely true you know giving being able to say what other people are afraid to say in an attempt to not only liberate myself but liberate other people because at the end of the day we all want to be able to take the mask off right right
0: is there is there a sense of empowerment that comes with going into areas uh saying things bringing up conversations that other folks think about, but like I said, once again, maybe, you know, are a bit timid about uh, bringing it up. Do you, is there a sense of empowerment that comes with that?
1: Definitely empowerment. I, I sometimes really um, <laughs> blow my own mind with how honest <laughs> I, I, I am in, in certain spaces um, at the most awkward times for everybody else, you know, but... Um, that's something that's always, like, been just a part of me. I was a smart mouth little girl. And <laughs> in just saying that I was a smart mouth little girl, you know, the, the truth behind that is that I wasn't afraid to say what was real or what I was actually thinking or feeling. And, you know, a lot of times, obviously, being a child, it wasn't the, you know, maybe I didn't judge the situation properly. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's that's made me the woman and artist that I am today. Just having that boldness. So of course it you know it feels empowering.
0: Right. Well, I'm always um, curious to know what artists, uh, particularly those that deal with uh, uh, concerns that 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 make us think, mm-hmm. uh, and, and also that uh, as we talk about empowerment, empowerment that empower the listener. So I'm always interested to know what those artists think about the current state of artistry uh today particularly when we start looking at um, you know big labels we look at those folks who have uh, you know big platforms um what what what's your thought
1: <laughs> my thought is you know I have I have a lot of thoughts I consider myself an empath so mm-hmm. a lot of times I can relate to all people in the situation even the ones that everybody villainized um, mm. i think that you know, there's good and bad in that. You know, the the good is people are becoming a little bit more free. It's important to to free yourself by being able to say what you need to say and feel how you need to feel and express how you need to um, express. Um, I'm worried a little bit because of the accessibility of all of this freedom for, you know, my future children for little girls that I mentor, for young men that I mentor, having access to um, adults sharing their freedom like that and expressing themselves like that might not be healthy for them um, before they're able to decipher, you know, what's for them and what's not for them. So there's a little bit of worry. um, And then um, there's a little bit of inspiration considering that there are so many Um, platforms for people to have their voice be heard
0: Mm. do you think because we're in this era this era now where if you have a, a computer matter of fact you don't even need a computer if you got a smartphone you can simply you can upload you can record and upload directly from what's sitting in your pocket do you think this accessibility has has taken away from some of the uh the 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 grind or the the dedication that was necessary prior to where we are right now because it used to be i I remember and of course this is me given my age but Mm -hmm. uh you know you'd see guys out on the corner or in the intersection pushing their cds Mm
2: -hmm. um
0: and you know you don't see that anymore because the accessibility is there do you think is that a is that a positive or a negative
1: I think that it it could be considered a, a positive actually. I mean th- times evolve. Mm-hmm. Things things change. Thank God that things change. You know, where what type of trouble would we be in if things never changed? Yeah. So, of course it does um, you know, make it just a little bit easier in that arena, but you know with new levels there's new devils as they say so mm. even though it might be easy to <laughs> get yourself heard by millions of people you know it takes something to stay there and it takes a lot of work and like i said being a person that has had viral videos and different things like that um i realized that you know even after you record the poem, post it up, and it goes viral, there's still work behind it if you're gonna keep yourself employed through your craft. So right. that's, it's not as easy as it a- actually looks. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Do you feel, um, you know, uh, as, a, as a writer, uh, as a poet, do you feel that you are constantly in a state of uh, evolution? How do you view yourself? I think that's the better question because I, I don't wanna lead the question. How do you view yourself as an artist?
1: Um I view myself as I guess I, I kind of view myself more as a um a healer than an artist per okay. se but I am artistic I do like to like the creativity side of it but I think I put the most emphasis on the spiritual side of what it is that I'm I'm giving or presenting and as far as where I how I view myself I view myself as ever evolving and you know as good as people have told me that I am, I look at it like I can always be better. I can always go deeper. I could always be more authentic. I could always be doing more. I'm a I'm a um I'm 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 a very ambitious person and I'm a, a person that, you know, my <laughs> my purest intent is to do what's righteous. You know, now, I don't always make it there, but that's always my intent. So I'm always, you know, I'm, I'm very critical of myself. And
0: there you go with that honesty. Judging myself. Yes. Right. I mean, but, but that would be the case. I think that's the case for all of us. Right. We all hopefully we all aim high. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. and sometimes we hit the mark and sometimes we don't. Mm-hmm. But um, seeing that there is a spiritual uh, impetus, a, a spiritual platform that, that you're, uh your 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 poetry your art is is built on, and mm-hmm. then that it's also connected to healing um, do you what is your gauge of your uh, of how a particular piece uh the effect of it uh is it is it waiting for the feedback directly from from the audience or is it sometimes something that you can see yourself in maybe in the faces or feeling the energy in a particular room
1: mm, well I think the first time that I speak the poem not only just the audience response, I mean that does play a part, but how I feel. You know, sometimes I I find myself in the middle of performing a poem and almost being like and I don't know why I'm feeling emotional now, but almost being like I can't believe that I wrote these words because mm-hmm. it's something that you know, I could still actually be working on myself or um it's you know, I'm hearing it, and it's profound advice. Like, let, we could take the lyricism out of it. It's really profound advice. And I'm in my mind like, dang, if I could just do this. <laughs> if I could just do this, this yeah. would be great. Like, um, And so, you know, I know I know that, that it's spirit-led, then. and that's something that keeps me very humble with the craft because I know it's me, but it's not me. You know, it, it comes from a higher power because... If it didn't, I I wouldn't be able I would be able to do it on command, and I can't do it on command. I literally have to be moved. Something internal has to happen. Um, whereas, you know, some people's like, "Oh yeah, what happened? I'm finna write a poem about it." My my process is a little bit different. It's like, okay, well let me let me feel, let me see how this relates, 'cause I want to make sure that whatever I give is genuine and you know, mm-hmm. real. Um, and then like the people's response, you know. Me and my simple thoughts making somebody cry, like, and not like a couple tears trickling, but, like, I've seen people come up to me, like, bawling, crying from a poem that I wrote about my life that they felt like was about their life. You know, I know that that's God. Yeah. That, that's, that's the only way. All different colors, all different creeds. I know, that, I know that it's God when it transcends genders and all of those different things. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm forever walking in a humility about it.
0: Hmm. So I'm, I'm glad because uh, you answered a question I was going to ask as far as uh, process, right? For Especially for aspiring um, artists, whether it's, you know, whether they want to go strictly as, as a spoken word artists or they're looking to write songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of folks, they get stuck in trying to find what's their process going to be. Mm-hmm. How are they going to... Um, Produce something, you know? Is it is it all in in the mind? Is it observational, or is it, or is it opening yourself up and allowing yourself to, uh, as I gather from what I'm hearing you say, is it allowing yourself to be that conduit where it's it's you, but it's also allowing yourself to be uh, kind of infused with more than yourself.
1: Yeah, I think it's like you know, at first glance, it's like okay, when someone asked me to write about a certain thing, you know, I, I first spent some time thinking about how does this authentically relate to me? Like, I, I have to come from an authentic place where I'm authentically connected with it or the emotion that's associated with it. Uh, I'll give you an example. Someone asked me to write a piece for a same-sex wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm heterosexual, so it, it you know, at off, off first glance, I'm like, okay, this, you know, if you just look at it, it doesn't relate to me because, you know, I'm, I'm not a person that, you know, intimately right. experiences women. But I do know what it's like to, to love somebody that maybe other people don't approve of or don't think that you should love. I do know how it is to be willing to love someone against all of those odds. And so I might be able to write the poem from there, and that way it, it's an authentic piece. Right. Now, for sake of money or whatever the case may be, I could have just wrote a poem about me loving women, but that's not authentic to who I am or transparent. And I think when we take the authenticity away from it, you take the God out of it. And so I can't do it if the God ain't in it.
0: So you're not, you are not here to act,
1: Mm-mm.
0: which, you know, that really, I think we could probably spend a long time talking on this <laughs> because, um, because the spotlight is so alluring. Uh, for for people mm-hmm. and I mean as as an artist you want to be able to share your art you want people to appreciate it and the idea of, of being able to get into the light is intoxicating for some folks and they're willing to compromise on this idea because you keep I was going to go back to authenticity really you know kind of like what do you mean but I think you really uh, kind of hit it home there you're not you know not betraying who you are and your values and
1: true truth is all I like when I'm confused about what I should do in a situation and this is artistry or literally literally my personal life mm-hmm. I just go back to the question like am I being honest Right. am I being true and if I'm being honest and I'm being true then I force myself not to feel guilty or bad about whatever it is that I'm doing because I think that you know as you know how I deal with my relationship with the higher power is I feel like more than we are judged off of what we do, we're judged off of why we do it. What's our, what's your intention? You know, mm-hmm. what's what's the motive behind it? So as long as I can feel safe with knowing that my intentions are honest, my intentions are true, I'll do the things that I'm afraid of. I'll say the things that people are afraid to say. I'll go to places that people are afraid to go because I'm just I'm living in my truth, and that's the only thing that I have to go back to.
0: Mm-hmm. Now that that sounds very similar to a. Um there's a, a Islamic, uh, I guess, maxim to say that matters are judged by intention. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a bit about, because I want to go back to this idea of, of healing through the arts, and that mm-hmm. is very much, I think, emblematic of the way Iman uses Definitely. art. Definitely. Uh, and uh, with the uh, upcoming community cafe that you know that you're on the, uh, the bill for, yes. Um, could you talk a bit about that experience, being with, being a part of the Iman artist ros- uh, roster? and how it's a healing space.
1: Man, E-man, I could just, I could, and I'm tearing up. I don't know why I'm so emotional. I, but I'm typically emotional, so, <laughs> yeah, that's not, I'm just extra emotional, emotional enough to cry right now. But yeah. um, Iman is, is, is one of the greatest organizations I've ever been a part of, and I've been doing um, performance, poetry, and community work for about 20 years collectively. Yeah. Um, out of, and I've been a part of a bunch of different organizations, but the the one that I, I, I that that I've had the greatest experience with today is Iman, and that's for that's because of the reason of <laughs> here we go with this word again authenticity. Yeah. Um, the people who work for Iman are genuine people. You know, if Iman wasn't included, these are people that I would um, gravitate towards and relate to outside of that and that's everybody from the people that work for Iman, like the literal staff and administration to the artists that are a part of the roster as well like just genuine good people yeah um, and so you know just being able to connect with them has has been a great blessing outside of that they they treat you well you know that's that's honestly and I was telling somebody else like health wise I go to the um, Iman health clinic Mm -hmm. as well for you know just doctors visits and different things like that and i I said i wanted to do a commercial about i've never been treated so well (laughs) really (laughs) like literally like you know they have um sliding scale services that they offer and different things like that and usually when you are going um to be seen in facilities like that unfortunately they don't treat you very well yeah but i feel i feel like family i feel like (laughs) <laughs> like, considered. Um, and like I said, that's through and through and through. So I have nothing but great things to say about Imam being a part of the roster has been a blessing. Um, and I feel like my work is valued by them. And not only because, you know, they they compensate you for what you do um, financially, but outside of that, you just feel valued. You know, when they're asking you to do something, they, they've considered who you are and what you give. So that's a blessing.
0: Do you feel... <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you feel a a sense of uh, of collaboration and support as far as the other artists go? Because, and I ask that because the uh, creativity, um, producing creative works, a lot of times for for a lot of artists that I know, it is a very personal um, experience, mm-hmm. and it's not something generally. And I, I'm speaking just for those I know uh, that. That they I guess reach out or embrace or bring others into that process, um, how has that collaborative energy uh manifested itself uh in the in this space?
1: Well, you know it's kind of hard for me to say um at this juncture just because the only other person that's a part of the my roster that I have collaborated to create something with we already were creating before we. Ran into Iman and that's the brother for So okay. we're um. like, we're like the same person, yeah. <laughs> but like different <laughs> genders is the weirdest thing. So yeah. we already have have a synergy about us. So we're always able to, you know, create things together. But um, I haven't um, had to create anything with any of the other artists. But I was a part of the retreat with them, and I got a chance to. Mm. to just that? be in, Oh, the retreat was amazing. Like to share space with them, and that's why I said like. Like, just really genuine people. It's like, I don't even know how, but I know how they did it, because like attracts like. Yeah. Iman has found some type of way to attract all people who have this certain type of energy that, that's that's just good, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's just godly. And mm-hmm. so, um, judging from, you know, just how we were able to share space at the retreat, I, I believe that we could create together just because we have a genuine respect for each other and each other's art and gift
0: okay let me switch gears a little bit before mm-hmm. um uh, and i want to ask you about your work as a uh as a motivator mm-hmm. uh, even though it, it feels like it all it all comes out of one place a mm-hmm. uh, bunch of different hats you <laughs> that you wear but definitely but but your work as a as a motivator uh, as an uplifter mm-hmm some, for the person who's listening right now, mm-hmm. what is something that uh, what's something that you could share uh, with regard to uh, maintaining that, that motivation? I'm asking, really, with the your uh, the piece survivor. You said it was an older piece, but I listened to it uh, a little earlier, and I just I felt it was just really so uplifting. Mm, um, thank you. Yeah, so just want to want to throw get get a message of any particular message of motivation that you might share with.
1: So when you say right. a message, are you, are you asking me to say a poem? Are you no, told, no, 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 no. Are you just asking me to give? Yeah, like, just. Well, <laughs> what I would say is this. So where Survivor derived from is um, being in a low po- low place. Mm-hmm. You know, feeling like I, you know, it's an empowering piece, but literally I wrote it mm-hmm. in, the, in the gutter of life, feeling like I wasn't going to be able to get through the next thing that I was getting ready to go through. Right. And, you know, after toiling over it, I just felt like the spirit was like pause for a second look at your life (laughs) Mm -hmm. look at all the things that you've already overcome nine times out of ten and every one of those things when you were standing face to face with it you thought you wasn't gonna overcome that and you overcame it and if that's not good enough for you then I want you to go and look back at your mother Your mother went into an 18-hour coma. They said she'd never wake up, and if she did, she'd be a vegetable. And you watched her overcome that. You watched your father be drug addiction. You watched your grandmother. like So the more and more I thought about it, I come from a line of people who survive and receive miraculous healing. (laughs) Mm. You know, miracles are not um, odd or strange in my family if I think about it. When I consider how many people didn't get the chance to overcome like they did. And I, I think we all have those stories in our family. It's about your level of gratitude and um, you know, consciousness about how miraculous that was. And once you start recanting all of those things, you're like, oh, <laughs> this is nothing. I'm a, I'm going to get through this like I got through everything else that was terrifying to me. And that's right. that's something that I just I continue to remind myself about, I wrote a piece about anxiety attacks is something that I suffer with every now and again. And one of the things that gets me through when I'm feeling anxious is, you've, you've done this before. These, these feelings come and go and you always get through them. You're mm. going to get through this one too.
0: Mm. Now, I think th- that's also, once again, kind of going bravely where other folks uh, have not gone because when we talk about our emotional well-being, our mental well-being, uh, anxiety is something that I think is probably just now starting to get the uh, awareness, uh, you know, that it deserves. We're probably, well, we're years behind the curve. Could you share a, a piece of that? Uh,
1: the poem? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. I got a beautiful mind with pretty thoughts. But they turn the pity vaults to gruesome kind because... I be overthinking like I grew some mind. I lose some time, some time I'm lost in my mind. Mind won't let me lose some time, too much inside. One time, I spent two months inside myself, crying for help, trapped in trauma, looking fine to everyone else, because who knows how depression is dressing of a clothes worn by woes when the anxiety is high-fashioned but underexposed when your chest is playing catch with your breath's thoughts are thuggish don't tell me nothing about strength you don't get labeled a gangster until you survived your own psyche the harassment in your own head and you ain't even qualified to talk if you ain't never had to whoop the mess out of a thought when creative ideas become fears and it's frightening when being enlightened actually feels like lightning. And it's thunder to wonder, but you can't turn it off. And all of your questions are starting to turn them off. Your relationship sinking from your thinking, constantly suspicious. Tensions got your retention suspended in air. I'm a genius extremist, typically fighting a team full of demons, and they keep calling me crazy when no one's there. And I tried to quiet the brain chatter, but I turned down the volume. My mind makes molehills into mountains. When anxiety visits, my truths get timid. My optimism gets locked in prisms of prisms. In every situation, it's bound to be the worst possible outcome. I got a logical apprehensions concerning my health. Every cough could be cancer or diabetes. Voices in my head say, look at what happened to Grandma and Titi. And the doc says I'm fine, but in my mind his results are unsettling. Because how can I trust a doctor when he's only practicing medicine? Damn, I'm in my head again. And et cetera, and don't fix mm-hmm. this. It's hard to tell fiction from fact when your convictions are taxed. And I've mastered the order looking normal when I'm having a chat. But inside I'm constantly criticizing myself. Like, damn, Kay, you could have said it better than that. And if I do that with every single conversation, you can't imagine how many poems I started writing, then scrapped. anxiety be lying, be denying me, like who am I to be great? Convincing me that there's some tragedy brewing, coming to snatch my happy away, and I should worry about it right now, cause when it comes, it'll be too late. Casting spells, now I can't spell, turning a warrior into a worrier, all of my vows misplaced. But somehow, right there in the midst of that dark space, a shift shows up, to lift lows up, And I'm reminded that triggers work the same way. It depends on how I choose to use them. So just like that, in the midst of an attack, I beat it with a bat like Chi-Town Juke music.
2: Dang! (laughs) Man!
0: That man, that... I I need to like... Well, fortunately, (laughs) I get to go back, and you get to go back... (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> listen to this again or they but even more to importantly show. that's right more <laughs> importantly you get to receive the energy right because you, and i know i know it comes through the speakers right but mm. it is so much different being in person and then receiving that with hundreds of other people uh that energy is contagious and it's transformative so uh thank you so much for that thank you. um you are going to be Performing with uh, the Iman uh, artist roster this Saturday.
1: Oh my God, it's
0: gonna be epic! Harrow, Washington uh, Cultural Center. Yes. Right, so that's right on 47th. Yes. And show begins at what time? Is it a uh, six or I seven?
1: Think so.
0: I think. Well, you know what? So if it's at seven know. and you show up at six, <laughs> you didn't lose. You didn't miss out on anything. Nothing so at all. Get there at six. Get there early. Uh, but you can go to imancentral.org, uh, yeah. I believe, and you can get information. Um, where can people keep up with you?
1: So you can keep up with me on all social media platforms. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at klove the poet at k l o v e t h e p o e t. You can keep up with me on Facebook um, at Love the poet. Um, I have a really really big conference coming up. I just um, announced it yesterday. It's called Love, Lipstick, and Letting Go. It's a women's mm. empowerment conference that's set to hit so far ten major cities um, across the. United States, so um, we're constantly adding the cities onto that, and you can find information about that on all of my platforms. And um, I have two books available on Amazon. You can. Um, we
0: said author, <laughs> and we didn't even get into the books. <laughs> yes. Please tell us, tell us about um, the books.
1: I'm an author of a children's book called For Smart Mouth Girls, which is loosely based on my life.
0: Okay, um, I got three. I got three at home. <laughs> so
1: It's called For Smart Mouth Girls, and it's a book um, that, that uses poems, affirmations, and chants. To teach cultural identity um, and self awareness for little girls, specifically of color. Um, It is sassy. It is written in urban dialect because there's nothing wrong with our urban dialect. There's nothing wrong with um, those attributes that come with being a smart mouth girl. Um, And I kind of just take the take on it being a smart mouth girl is really being smart and knowing when to use your weapon, you know, what weapon is your mouth? And sometimes, you know, situations cause for that boldness, that, you know, that, that quick wit, you know, there are certain places that that, that will be accepted in and absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it's my philosophy to introduce smart mouth little girls to activism and to spoken word poetry and to other arenas like that, to comedy, to, because if you think about it, some of the most powerful leaders, thinkers, speakers, and teachers Started out as smart-mouthed little girls or boys. Yeah. So we don't want to um, kill that in them. We just want to show them how to use it. And that
0: so. is a that that is wonderful. <laughs> and and I'm gonna tell you now. Um, I would love to have you back just to talk about yeah, talk about it. this book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that 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 is wonderful. Like I said, I, I have three at home. Yes. Yeah, so gonna, <laughs>
1: lucky you. <laughs> yes,
0: absolutely,
2: absolutely. But you know,
1: like I said, I wrote it because as a child, you know, it just didn't seem like much of a benefit. But I'm so glad because <laughs> <I, laughs> you, you stayed in trouble for it, you yeah. know. But I'm so glad that um, I wish my grandmother was here to see what I did with that smart mouth that mm. I had trouble with all the time. I needed every bit of everything that I had when I was little to be the woman that I am. Mm. Um, and it just takes you growing up and, and, and learning to do that. So yeah. I dedicated my life to, to teaching other little smart mouth girls what to do with that weapon. So that book for smart mouth girls. And then I have another book called Poster Girl, okay. which is loosely based off of um, Facebook and just, the transparency and the things that I post on Facebook. So the quote on the book is from social media to Social media. Mm. Um, and so it's a daily affirmation of, um, a lot of it derived from my Facebook post. It's got 10 poems in it. Um, most of the poems that have went viral on the internet and it also has journal section as well. And it's called Post to
0: Okay. We have been blessed. Uh, to have this uh, conversation, have this time with K-Love, the poet. Uh, you have the information on how to stay connected and you have the info on where you need to be this Saturday, 6 p.m. I'm just going to call it 6 p.m. at Harold Washington Cultural Center uh, Community Cafe, the first one of the year. And I'm sure it's going to be a uh, phenomenal experience. Uh, K-Love, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you Thank you, you so for, much coming.
2: for having me. i
0: yeah. and, and God willing, this won't be the last time we yes, have you. Yes, I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Radio Sound family, we thank you all for joining us. We want to thank our engineers over at WCEV for making sure we come through loud and clear. I'm your host and producer, Tariq el Our executive producer is Malik and Jahid. We remind you that the views expressed by the host and or guest are theirs and are to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Foundation. And with that, we leave you as we greeted you. as alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you.
2: Okay. Both of them, and they didn't. Within this, it depends on them, and they didn't. Within this, it depends on them. Thank you.